Welcome back to A Better Love. I'm your host, Dr. Greg Matos, a licensed psychologist and leading expert in couples therapy. You're watching and listening to episode 84 of our first season of A Better Love. We're starting our second season very soon, so stay tuned for that. Today's episode is brought to you by our newest sponsor on Patreon, Katie, Saltwater Therapeutic Wellness Services in Gig Harbor, Washington. Thanks so much for coming on board and your support of our project. Theme of today's episode is loving someone who is different from you in some way that actually informs the way that you'll love each other. So, you know, one example of this is uh, if you're dating someone who is on the autism spectrum and maybe you're not, uh, we don't choose the people we fall in love with. And really it comes down to uh, finding someone who is a great match, who uh, shares core values with you, shares a similar way of making meaning of the world and life, has shared goals, and is going to be able to uh, meet your needs, your core needs. That's really what it comes down to. So regardless of whatever it is in terms of uh, interpersonal functioning that uh, someone else has, now let's go check out what we've been up to for the past week with our audience and community members at a Better Love Project on TikTok, reached thousands of people uh, this past week, about, I think, 10,000. And we've met those people on a daily basis in the morning, in the, in the afternoon, uh, for live events on TikTok and answering their questions. So let's check out some of, uh, some highlights, I should say, from those conversations. I think I was gonna ask you if you've ever seen the Netflix series that followed those individuals on the autism spectrum. Yeah, Vic, exactly, love on the spectrum. You said, I can leave money to my kids, but I can't leave a relationship for them when I die. And it made me think of that show because last night I watched an episode from that show and there was a, um, a mother who was talking about her son and she was there with the coach and they were trying to coach him around a date, how to do a first date and this and that. And she was crying thinking that when I die, I don't want my son to be alone, you know? I don't know if you saw that episode yet. There's truth in what you just said, Vic. This is all I'm trying to say. Folks on the spectrum are gonna have a much more difficult time with things that all of us have difficulty with, which is emotional connection. There's an epidemic of emotional disconnection in this world right now. <laughs> I can tell you that for sure. And the way to fix that is to start with ourselves and to start with the people in our home. The thing that we leave is the legacy of our love. The legacy of our love, which means how did we love our partner? What did they see us do? How did they witness us show up in our marriage, in front of them, show up in our relationship in front of them? Did they see us being affectionate with one another? When we came home, did we have a ritual of emotional connection like hugs and kisses or a hug or a kiss? Did they see us have rituals of emotional connection around food, cooking nutritious food and sharing nutritious food if we could, if we had the privilege of being able to access fresh fruits and vegetables and these things? Did they see us when we got in conflict and fought? Did they see us resolve those things effectively and see us work through that, you know? Did they see us seek understanding and emotionally validate each other? This is the legacy that we leave our children beyond money, my friends. Fala português mais ou menos, então se fala português, escreva agora aqui. 
in your comments and I'll I'll read it. Our friend Rita says, Muito bem, sou da Madeira. Eu sabe. And I am back, my friend. And you're back. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Paul, what's going on, man? You have to tell us what's going on so we can, I, you know, so everybody understands who's here. Paul is from Ohio and Paul wants to be touched more. I like to be touched. <laughs> I think most people do. Not everybody does. Your wife may be one of those people. We're in bodies and we have all sorts of beautiful ways in which we can experience each other. We can experience each other through our words. We can experience each other through our touch. And words and touch together, for most people, not everybody, for most people, a beautiful thing that unfortunately when we get older, people touch us less. So now you have to understand your wife better. What is her preference and why is that her preference? If you're gonna be in a long-term relationship with someone, you gotta understand their preferences. Maybe they've been, maybe they, you know, maybe no reason, they just don't like it. <laughs> and that's okay. So our friend says that her, that his wife had trauma and as a teenager. Well, then we understand that trauma, physical trauma, sexual trauma can fuck us up a little bit, right? But it doesn't have to be permanent necessarily, my friends. I'm gonna speak on your behalf, my friend, for a second. You know what I mean? Can you ask her for that gently? And if that's not something she can give you, then I would highly encourage you to go to the couples therapy to talk about it. An ambitious commitment that you have been rocking out in one way, shape or form, my friend, and however imperfect, because we all are perfect. What is this next chapter of our love together? It's gonna involve more touch for me. <laughs> and then you figure out what do we have to do together as a team to make that happen? Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for this week. My heart to yours. Love each other fiercely. Talk to you soon.